0: Leave it, rum, sitting around out here with this group. (laughs) (laughs) He's very bad to steal Joebo's rum. He's very bad. All right, folks, we are back. Martin Stazano with JoeBoozeRum.com. You're listening to the Joe Rum Show. Now, we've been away for a couple weeks. Uh, I actually just recently got married, so congrats to me. Congratulations to my wife, Jeannie. Um, Love her very much. Very happy to be married to her. Uh, So I had to take a couple weeks off from the show, even though we had just started it. So apologies to those of you who were like, oh, what's this awesome new show that just came out? Now I haven't heard it for two weeks. My bad. Got married. We'll make it better. We're going to pick up today right where we left off. So last time we were here, we were talking about the Yankees and their off-season moves and, you know, how we graded them. I graded each one personally, you know, if whether they were good moves, bad moves, whatever. Um, and now it's kind of a fitting time for me to come back because now we can review the Yankees' trade deadline moves. Or, I guess, the Yankees' trade deadline move? Lack of moves? Whatever you want to call it. Uh, I don't know what to, what to say here. Every year, you know, we expect the Yankees not so much this year because they're in first place, but the last couple of years where they've been kind of on the verge of contention and not made moves, it's kind of become a sad day, the trade deadline day, because there's all these rumors. Oh, the Yankees are going to get Craig Kimbrell. The Yankees are going to get uh, Cole Hamels. The Yankees are going to get Johnny Cueto. The Yankees are going to get David Price. They're right in on the bidding with David Price. And then the Yankees don't get anyone, which is something they've done now for the last three years. At least we're talking impact names. I know last year they made a couple moves. They got uh, Brendan McCarthy and they got... Chase Headley. Um, so you can't laugh those moves off because at least one of those moves is helping us contend this year. but we were really hoping I was really hoping for a David Price acquisition or a guy like Kimbrough so that they could then take Adam Warren and put him back in the rotation to strengthen the rotation from within. Now, none of that happened. There is some news on the rotation front, which we'll get into very shortly. But the one trade that the Yankees did make, the one big, big move that they did make, I say that sarcastically, of course, is that they traded Ramon Flores, uh, whom I hope you all remember from earlier this season. He came up for a little while uh, when all the outfielders got hurt. Ramon Flores and Jose Ramirez, who we've also seen this year. He's a right-handed reliever. uh, They sent him to Seattle, one of the Yankees' favorite trade partners, right along with the Pirates. They sent him to Seattle, and they got Dustin Ackley, who is a second baseman slash outfielder um, for the Mariners, and he'll be coming over and actually replacing Garrett Jones on the roster as Jones was DFA'd by the Yankees. Uh, so let, let's talk a little bit about Ackley and about the prospects that they got rid of. Let's let's start with our guys. Let's start with Ramon Flores. Flores, uh, we saw him make his Major League debut earlier this year. Uh, he's... Kind of a, you know, he can hold his own at the bat, but he's not going to be a special hitter probably. Uh, He can play pretty good defense. He threw out a couple base runners when he was up earlier. In 12 games with the Yankees this year, Ramon Flores, who is 23 years old from Venezuela, uh, he played 12 games, batted 32 times, got seven hits. One of them was a double. Overall numbers, 219 batting average. Same on base percentage because he didn't walk. Uh, 250 slugging, 469 OPS. Tiny, tiny s- sample size, especially for a guy making his Major League debut, but not that impressive, you know, in such a small time frame that probably won't count for nothing. But, you know, basically he's going to be a fourth outfielder that they got rid of and they brought helped bring him Ackley. Jose Ramirez, on the other hand, he's also, actually he's 25 years old, um, 6'3", 190 pounds, kind of a big guy. Throws hard. We saw him this year. We saw him last year as well for a spell. Um, He's just a guy that he throws hard. You wish that you could harness that speed and get him to be an effective Major League pitcher, but so far at 25, he hasn't really shown that. Uh, Over the last two seasons, again, small sample size, 13 total innings. He's given up 17 hits and 11 earned runs, walked 11 in 13 innings, and struck out 12. Uh, that's over the last two seasons this year. He had pitched three innings, six hits, five runs, four walks, two strikeouts. So he's a guy that can throw gas, he can blow the ball by people, but it looks like he doesn't really know where it's going. Think uh, Rick Vaughn before they got him the glasses in Major League, our favorite movie here at the podcast. So you got a couple fringe guys that could maybe contribute to 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 a team in the future. Probably not ready to do so right now. Ramirez is... Maybe the bigger wild card, because he could end up being really good if he can harness that fastball. Uh, Flores, I think you, you saw what you're going to get from him. He's going to be a fourth outfielder. He's going to you know, hit righties pretty well. He's a left-handed hitter. Not a lot of power, decent speed, good defense. Typical fourth outfielder. Fine to get rid of him. I'm also fine getting rid of Ramirez. Um, the fact that the return is Dustin Ackley is a little bit... I guess, disappointing. This is a guy that Cashman, Brian Cashman, Yankees GM, has been connected to over the last couple of seasons. Uh, It's another guy. Didi Gregorius is another guy that he was connected to for a couple of years and they finally got him. So Cashman finally got Gregorius this offseason and he finally got Ackley this season. Um, Ackley is 27 years old. He can play second. He was a second baseman before the Mariners got Robinson Cano. He can play the outfield. I think he can play first base if need be. Um, but he hasn't been that great. He was, a, a, he was actually the second overall pick back in 2009, right behind one Steven Strasburg. Uh, made his Major League debut in 2011 for Seattle over the, ne- over the next five years. He's hit 243 with a 306 on base percentage and a 672 OPS in 500, 584 career games. Um, he's a guy that's got some power. Uh, He just hasn't really been able to put it all together. He's having an especially down year this year, hitting only 215 with six home runs and 186 at-bats, but his bat-bip, which is batting average on balls in play, is low. It's about 30 points lower than his career total, so maybe he's just having some bad luck, but he's not that big of of an upgrade over Garrett Jones or Steven Drew, depending on which one of those guys he primarily takes over for. Um... On the surface, this trade is its is what it is. It's, it's not a trade that I would have pegged to be like the trade to make. Oh, the Yankees got to get Dustin Ackley if we're going to hold on to the division and win it all this year. Got to get Dustin Ackley. No, he's, he's going to be an okay player. He's a good guy to have on the bench. A little power. He can maybe get hot. He's a lefty. He can hit home runs out of Yankee Stadium. But I mean, he's not doing that much better than what Steven Drew has already been doing, and not really that much better than what Garrett Jones has already been doing. Um, As far as his contract goes, he is signed through twenty fifteen. Then he'll be arbitration eligible, starting in twenty sixteen and twenty seventeen. He won't be a free agent until twenty eighteen. So he's a younger guy. He's kind of a cheaper option than than either if Jones and Drew, if they decide to get rid of Drew. He's cheaper. He's younger. He's probably better at this point than both of those guys. He's just having kind of a tough year. So I think that's an okay trade. Um, sadly, that's it. That's the trade deadline for the New York Yankees. You know, the Blue Jays went out and they got guys like Mark Lowe, Ben Revere, David Price, and Troy Tulowitzki. They got probably the best hitter and the best pitcher available. Um, so you would have would like to have seen the Yankees maybe do make a little bit more of a splash. I was really hoping they'd get Kimbrel, um, but they didn't. And that's just the breaks. So the team's sitting six games up on the Blue Jays and Orioles in the division, so it's not like we can cry all day about how much they needed help. But it, I thought it was clear that they needed either a bullpen option so that they could move Warren to the rotation, a rotation option, uh, or uh, you know a second baseman or an outfielder type. They got the second baseman outfielder type in Ackley. I just think it's a little bit less of an impact move than I would have liked. I would have liked a guy like Zobrist, um, but they didn't get him. So that's it for the trade deadline review. Uh, The only other really interesting bit of news that came out today was that Brian Cashman has announced that number, well, I think he's their best pitching prospect at the very least, Luis Severino, will make his next start at the big league level. Um so the joke is, you know, they're probably shutting him down to get him ready for 2016, right? But no, I think it's actually going to be this year. So, no, I'm kidding of course. Uh Brian Cashman announced today he said that he will make his next start with the Yankees. So, that's pretty exciting. Uh he Cashman did not commit that to this being an extended look for Severino, meaning, you know, I don't nobody knows how long he'll be around. Um but the fact that Michael Pineda's hurt and CC Sabathia stinks, uh has forgotten how to play baseball, the Yankees really do need rotation help. And if this kid, who has been really just dominating triple A so far this season, he actually started in double A, dominated there, got moved up to triple A uh, and dominated there. So this kid's been pitching well, he's got the hot hand. You know, why not call him up and see if he can step in for Pineda? If he fails. Maybe that stunts his growth as a prospect, but I think when you're an elite prospect, if you're going to be an elite player, you're going to have to come up to the bigs at some point, and why not now? Uh, just getting to the stats real quick. In Double A Trenton Severino through eight starts, was 2-2 two and two with a 332 ERA, 48 strikeouts in 38 innings, only 10 walks. They called him up to AAA. He's made 11 starts. He is 7-0. He's got a 1.91 ERA. His whip is 0.929 in AAA. His strikeout numbers are down, 50 strikeouts in 61 innings, but his walks are fine. He's got 17 walks. Uh, he's just—he's not given up hits. He hasn't allowed a home run. He only allowed two home runs in Trenton, so in 99.1 innings so far this season, he's allowed two home runs. Um, that's probably not a trend that will continue at the big league level just because the competition is so much better, but I am super excited to see him debut. I did call... Uh, I think my my pick for his debut was going to be in the second half, and he would go seven innings and allow one run. I, I called it on Pinstripe Alley, which is another site that I'm associated with. Um, so we'll see. We'll see when the start is, against who, how well he does. I'm super excited for Severino. Um, I'm blasé about Dustin Ackley. I think he'll be fine. Um, he's not certainly the, the game-changer that we were hoping to get. But he'll be a contributor on the bench. He's affordable, young, and around for a couple more years. Um, so yeah, I think that's fine. Uh, overall, I still give the deadline an F for Cashman because he didn't address the big needs that the team had, which is a rotation-ready starter. However, if Severino it ends up being that guy, then that's not so bad. I am glad that the Yankees hold- held on to their top prospects as they said they would. Uh, they held on to Mateo, they held on to Aaron Judge, they held on to even uh, Gary Sanchez, uh, who was not listed among the quote-unquote untouchables, but you know they kept Greg Bird as well. So I'm excited for that. Um, super excited to see what Severino can do for the big league team. Um, and we'll see about Dustin Ackley, we'll see how the second half goes. I might be back with more on this in a little bit, but I wanted to kind of respond to this as it was fresh in my mind, I just got back from my honeymoon. So um, again, that's it. That's the deadline deals. Hopefully, we'll see how the Yankees are affected by them if, if they're good or not, um, and we'll see what Luis Severino can do. All right. So what you guys can do for me is head on over to JoeBuzdrum.com, where me and a few of my author friends just we cover all sorts of sports, Yankees, the Canadian Football League, believe it or not. Uh, the Red Sox we have a guy that's Boston Jerry. Um, really anything that's happening in the sports world we're covering you can go there you can listen to this podcast. this episode, our previous episodes. Uh, also check us out on, all over social media Twitter at at Jobu's underscore rum. You can go to Facebook, Joeo's blog. you can find us really anywhere, Instagram, just just search for us. you'll find us. Um, like us on Facebook, follow us on Twitter. Uh, Listen to us at SoundCloud, on iTunes, at Stitcher, on Spreaker, on all sorts of other... Whatever they allow us to put stuff on, we will put it on there and you can listen to it. Give us a a holler or a hoot. I don't know why I said that, but give us a hoot and a holler. Come check us out, joeboozrum.com. See you later.